0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host Brad, joined by my co-host Micah. Hello. So uh, not much like that we've been playing this week. I've still been well. I, I, that's a lie. I've been playing a lot, but it's all been one game. Still playing, still playing Monster Hunter Rise. Um, over across a hundred hours already in the game. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> working, working my way through the Master Rank campaign now. So. um... However, it is Steam Next Fest time, uh, so I downloaded a couple games today. I will say the stuff that I downloaded, the one that I'll recommend that people check out, uh, is Spirit Spiritfarer, uh, which is basically Hades if it was a 2D two D game, essentially. Hmm. So, like, think Hades crossed with Dead Cells. Dead Cells combat, but Hades, like, progression in hmm. the roguelike, and that's kind of what Spirit Spiritfarer is. So far, so good. Um, haven't been too impressed with much of the other things I checked out. I also downloaded Darkest Dungeon 2. Uh, which is very different than the first one. Like, they turned it from a, like a, almost like a dungeon-diving farming game into, like, a pure roguelike, and I don't know if I like the changes too much. Um, it's been on early access on Epic Game Store for about a year now, I think. It's supposed to come out in the next couple months, so. still has the combat of Darkest Dungeon, which I like a lot, um, but I don't know how I feel about the new, like, form that it's been... Set in, so I'll have, to, I'll have to give it more of a, a shake before I make any determinations. Um, How are the big news of the day? Is there was a leak of some alpha footage uh, for Dragon Age Dreadwolf, um, and the leak was surprising because it appears as if they are taking the game, at least the combat system in the game, into a very firm third person action. A la God of War direction, uh, at least from the leaked footage that was shown. And I have been dying all day to come on and podcast with Micah so that I can get his impressions on this leaked footage that came out being the number one Dragon Age fan uh, on this entire world, earth.
1: um, I don't know what this is, but it sure doesn't look like Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, they've been kind of, like, trying to... They've been kind of trying to go in this direction. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the... Um, like, Dragon Age 1 is very different from Dragon Age 2. Dragon Age Origins is very different from Dragon Age 2. And, um, and Dragon Age Inquisition... Yeah, they're trying to... They're trying to harken back to a little bit, maybe, if you squint. Well, it's. Uh, it,
0: it, it, it seems to me, as someone who played about 10 hours of one didn't play two at all, except for the demo and then played through about a third of inquisition. It seems to me like they did the mass effect thing where like one was this like really, you know, die rolly RPG type of combat, but it wasn't very, it wasn't a very good action game. Uh, two, they, they leaned way too hard in the action direction. And then three, they kind of married the two and made it a, a RPG system that felt more ha- satisfying to play.
1: They kind of they kind of half-assed both of them, in right. my opinion. Um, yeah, that's what this looks like, <laughs> and it looks. I look. I'll, I'll get used to it, but mm-hmm. it looks. It looks odd. Like part of the appeal of um, the first Dragon Age for me, besides the story, was because it was a uh, you could play it tactically, mm-hmm. and um, and I you know I played it on console first. And it's kind of difficult to play it on console tactically because you can't. You, the camera is not your friend. But then was, I played it. Was designed, it, on, it was designed for PC, basically. So. And then I played. And then I played it on PC, and it was just like a whole new world, right? And that's the preferred way to play that that original game. Um, I don't. I I feel like I got to get it in my hands. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, I I really loved Inquisition and um, it it, it was, but I didn't necessarily love it for the, for the story. Like I got the most out of that game when I was uh, a mage Mm -hmm. and when you're a mage, you can like get the, you can get that like tactical RPG feeling back. Um, This, uh, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's what, uh, I'm hoping that's what, this is honestly it looks like an evolved version of Inquisition like I'm mm-hmm. looking at um, I'm looking at some of the uh, some of the movement and the and it looks like you can pick um, certain certain you can have certain abilities mapped to a button uh, you can probably modify the thing to get to another set of abilities you did all this in Inquisition mm-hmm. so I'm not uh, so I'm not terribly um turned off by it it looks faster paced
0: yeah that's that's the thing that caught that I saw the most is that it definitely looks like like I said like a regular action action adventure
1: combat system. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I get it, right? You gotta like you gotta I don't want to say dumb it down, but you gotta dumb it down for a for a mass audience. And um Yeah, it just it just looks odd. But this is, you know, this is alpha footage, man. Right.
0: I think I think part (laughs) of what's really getting me is the camera is so zoomed in compared to Dragon Age games of old, or at least it seems that way. Um, I feel like if you can back the camera out, it might still feel similar to Inquisition. Um, Also, the concern is that people said, oh, looks like you don't get to do anything with your party members. I'd be shocked if they completely took away any kind of control of your party. It is a Bioware game still. You know what I mean? So,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't. That would be that would be foolish. That would be that would really dumb the game down that Mm -hmm. I would have a serious problem with. But this is just like this is just alpha footage, man. Like this is this is nothing. This is like let's let's see if we can get you know, the engine to work. Um, I wouldn't be mad if it was just like a, a faster, uh, a faster version of inquisitions ca- combat, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like I plan on playing a, I plan on playing a mage in that. So, uh, and look, maybe, maybe it'll force me to pick other characters more often because look, in inquisition, you can control all of your party members you can get through that game just as the inquisitor and the AI is smart enough that you can, and you can, you can direct the AI uh, to, you can like write certain scripts for the AI to, to perform certain moves. And the AI is very, very smart. Your companions are very, very smart in inquisition. Like they, they won't just haul off and kill themselves. So I, I would be, I would be more excited if I was maybe forced to, Switch party members a little more, mm-hmm. uh, and I think maybe you could. Maybe that might be the case because this is so fast. Like, I can't just, I can't just kind of chill in the background and and throw off a bunch of fire while Cassandra tanks everything. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It looks weird, but I'm not. I'm not turned off by it. Okay, I was. I was curious to see if you'd
0: have a visceral reaction. I had a feeling that it would be. Much more even handed, especially because this is such early footage and there's still yeah. opportunity for tweaks in the gameplay to yeah. be uh to be. And now, now probably not full fledged system upheavals, I would imagine.
1: I would imagine that this is what it's going to be right. Yeah. Like you're going to this is what's this is what the game is going to be. Um It's just. um Yeah, it just looks look. As long as it's not Dragon Age 2, man. I I didn't like Dragon Age 2. I didn't like Dragon Age 2 at all. I didn't like uh I didn't like the the randomly generated dungeons and the 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 weird like stiff but like uh, light-handed combat and it just Dragon Age 2 wasn't great.
0: Yep. Very much the opposite of uh of Mass Effect 2. <laughs>
1: <that, in> <laughs> right. <regard>. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Didn't didn't Dragon H D mostly take place in like one area as well, generally? Like it took, the, place, the city? it took
1: place in uh it took place in Kirkwall and it was a bunch of random like indoor dungeons. And it was just it was it was boring. It was incredibly boring. Plus, I got a uh I have a uh a bit of a personal beef with that game. Uh I, I have an irrational hate for that game. That game came out the weekend that my uh then fiance. Uh, decided that she didn't want to marry me, and she left. Uh, quite literally, walked out the door, said, "I don't want to marry you," and then walked out to go to Pax East or whatever. Um, so maybe that's playing a little bit into my <laughs> disdain for Dragon <laughs> Age Two, but um, but no, Dragon Age Two is the is the low watermark in that series.
0: I, I don't think you'd have too many people that would disagree with you that are fans of the series on, <laughs> in, on in that regard. <laughs> Man, can you believe it's been almost nine years since Inquisition came out? Like this year in November, it'll be nine years since wow. that game released. Good God, man! So time time waits for no man.
1: Yeah, I still love that game, man. I went back and I went back and got a platinum in that game because trophies are better than achievements. They just are. Um,
0: yeah, the the, the t- like the re- the tough thing that's always gotten that's restricted me. From the Dragon Age games, like you said, the story is not its strong suit, um, which is ironic because it's a Bioware game. You would think that story would be the thing that's driving the narrative. But no, it really does kind of dine out on its systems more so. And again, like I'm not a fan of the setting. The gameplay is not addicting enough. And I always get like a couple hours, like, you know, eight, ten hours in those games. And I'm, and I'm just fatigued generally. And like Inquisition, I didn't like the way the world was set up. Like like I didn't like how you know how banal things were when you first got to an area or having to just go do these like errands in order to, you know, beef up your, you know, your presence in the region, stuff like that. Terrence famously spent <laughs> like five hours in the game's opening area because he didn't know that you <laughs> that you had to go back to base. Like he just thought you were just stuck in the hinterlands forever, as we talked about on the show before, which I thought was very funny. Um but I, yeah.
1: plus, you know, a game like this, this franchise lives and dies by its characters, man. And um, you know, like the 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 world is for me, the world is fine, but it's a fantasy world, right? Mm-hmm. It's got dragons, it's got like it it's it's not Lord is not the Lord of the Rings world, right? And so it's got a it's got to kind of like live and die by its characters, and some of these characters just aren't like half the cast is just not not good. Like, it, Anders sucks. I mean, <laughs> most of these people are back in, in Zevran stinks, Fenris stinks, um, and then everyone else is is. Isabella was a pirate. The only reason people liked her was because she was hot, right? Um Cassandra I mean she was back for she was back for Inquisition, but Cassandra was a bit of a standoffish, like hard ass. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't she wasn't like friendly. She is not a person that you want to get to know. Um which sucks for like a male character because like she's like your main romance option in Inquisition. And it's just like you sure you don't want the female? inquisitor like because this is that seems like it's more your speed um cullen in two wasn't great and now he's like a in in, an inquisition he was like a he was like in rehab like because their soldiers took like red lyrium which is like it it kind of it's like steroids and heroin like what if heroin was a steroid liliana was cool um and Alistair, I mean everyone loves Alistair. Alistair was the Alistair was the the Garrus of, of this world. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know, man. Some of the characters just weren't hitting into. Especially Anders. Fuck you, Anders. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um look, go to com slash fans. Uh when you do, you get invited to our Discord. And uh that takes you to um all the all of the cool stuff that we talk about there. Video games, video game news. Uh there's been some wrestling news lately. Mm-hmm. Um um two people, Cam and I think TJ got into uh an argument about uh, a black guy having a white friend that had a Nazi girlfriend or something like that and and, and, and everyone's favorite Jewish wrestler is like, Hey guys, like this white guy's not a Nazi. So lay off on him. Um, so there you, you, you heard it. He's cool with it. So I don't know anything about uh, These are NXT people. I don't know anything about them. No, um, not
0: current to NXT.
1: Can't, can't follow that. Like I used to, I just, uh, uh, you know, come up to the man. I ain't got time. I got time. It's too much wrestling. I ain't got time. But, yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff in there. So go to NutsPixels.com slash fans. Go to YouTube.com slash NutsPixels and uh, subscribe. Uh, Look, you can see uh, Brad and I, we're having uh, not-so-good hair days today.
0: Uh, (laughs) Two of us. This this, this uh, is called a work-from-home hair day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to see two guys who just just don't really give a damn about uh, their personal appearance right now, (laughs) <laughs> go to dancepixels.com go to youtube.com slash densepixels and subscribe. Subscribe to all of the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerd Black on Black Cinema, Coming Distractions, and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Um I look forward to that show every week. I I, I I'm I, I love it. Um I love it so much that I go to densepixels.com slash premium and pay five dollars a month or fifty dollars for a year. Uh, and get access to the premium slate including the airing of grievances no time to bleed the men with the golden tongues offstage conversations and the full uh the full uh over an hour episode of Mm. the look forward political podcast we gotta call that something like
0: you know the extended the extended edition of the look forward political podcast there you go there you go where all the crazy shit happens after after the yeah
1: <laughs> yeah look look uh, look forward plus because I said you think I, you think
0: you think regular politics is crazy wait until you see some of the stories we talk about on the premium side of things <laughs> so <laughs> uh la- so it turns out like Square canceling all of their uh, live service games a couple weeks ago was like the appetizer because last week we had the main course where all of these fucking Live service games got canceled. Um, EA put out a statement saying that they were canceling the development of both Apex Legends Mobile and Battlefield Mobile. Um, Interesting that Apex Legends Mobile did not quite take off. I thought there might be some uh, room for that to find a a way, in, especially with Apple's, uh, you know, uh, standoffishness with Fortnite. I thought maybe Apex would fill that void, but apparently not. Apparently people like playing Apex on PC and, and console exclusively, so that's where that game will live. Um, We also saw Epic Games take down uh, Rumbleverse, which is the uh, wrestling uh, open world battle royale game uh, that had a kind of like an under an underground following. Apparently it was catered towards like fighting game fans. Um, But that game's only been around for like six months or or maybe a little bit longer than that. But it hasn't been long um, and got really positive reviews. But I guess it really wasn't making money, even though it never released on Steam. Um, it was on the Epic Game store exclusively, and they never put it out on the platform where most people that play PC games reside, which I would argue uh didn't really give it a fair shake. And then uh Ubisoft, uh or no, sorry, also EA. It was one of the two, can't remember which, um, canceled uh at, or ending development on Knockout uh City, which is the dodgeball uh battle royale game that uh, oh, came out a couple yeah. of years ago to some to some good reviews. So
1: I forgot that
0: existed. Yeah. So, I mean, apparently what we've learned um, between Avengers, between, you know, all these other live service games, if you're not making, you know, Fortnite and, you know, fucking uh, Apex money,
1: you're probably not too long for this world. You know what? Um, I'm sad if anyone, like, loses their job because of this, but... Um, this needs to happen for 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 this industry, man. Otherwise, um, otherwise, we're just going to get a bunch of like, like uh, uh, homogenized, like uh, the same type of game over and over again with Mm -hmm. like a a different gimmick, and it's not um, it's not healthy. (laughs) It's Um, it's
0: funny. It's funny you say that because I don't think that this is going to stop companies from trying to find the next golden goose. Like, I, I like, sure. I'm sure that like most of these companies are like, like the, the publishing end is thinking to themselves, not that, Oh, we should stop. We should stop trend chasing, but no, just this, this just wasn't the right way. Like we need to find another trend chasing game that we can put out that will make here's us build a trend. Yeah.
1: Here's a trend. Uh, single player story driven games those are great yeah but they but they don't, don't make really endless good. streams of money i know
0: <laughs> that's that's the thing and and again like the battle royale space especially is such a difficult one to break into because you ostensibly have to make these games free to play right like you cannot get an audience that you need to generate income by not letting them in the door for free and then kind of hoping they stay there and that's kind of the way you have to do it. So you, so the the fact that you can't recoup any upfront costs makes these games very perilous. Now, Avengers excluded, of course, because that was a full sixty dollars game, and that's that's a whole different kind of issue. But the problem is, is that the reason that Fortnite is so successful is number one because it was among the first. Um, you know, it was basically the second battle royale game that came out of, of acclaim behind PUBG. But they're given like they have something that you just can't replicate because they just have this gameplay loop that's very addicting. They have other ways to enjoy yourself in the game, like like their core game is solid. They have other ways to to you know riff on that theme, essentially. And then like they are signing brand deals with all your with with all your favorite brands. Like like chances are, over the past year of like characters that are released in Fortnite, so everyone out there. Would be like that plays Fortnite. There's gonna be at least one or two characters that you're gonna pay that you would be willing to pay ten dollars for that have come out. You know what I mean? One or one or two character skins. So like they're casting a wide net, and with these games, with something like Knockout City, like I don't know what you can get a Knockout City. I'm assuming like you can get like specially skinned dodge balls or maybe like some outfits for your characters. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it, like like is that is that gonna be able to fucking compete? With with being able to play as John Cena or Master Chief in Fortnite, no, absolutely not. So that so it's tough. Like like it's it's an uphill battle for any of these uh, you know, any of these companies that are trying to develop these games out there. And so like really the the real way to monetize successfully in these games is is through the battle pass method now. But again, you have to have stuff that that people want to chase, that people want to stay in that game and pay ten dollars a month and and stay on that treadmill. And and run it up, and also Micah, like to your point, there's just too many fucking games out <laughs> right now, yeah, man. And and yeah, for the for these like service games, most people that I know, maybe are playing one or two at a time. And for these games to be successful, like you need a core community where that is their game. Like like you like you need fucking two hundred thousand people where Knockout City is their game. You need 200,000 people where Rumbleverse is their game. And that's just not happening. Because Fortnite has millions of people where Fortnite is their game. Apex Legends have millions of people who Apex is their game. Destiny has that, you know, a million people where Destiny is their game. And that's, you know, that's, you're not going to move those players generally unless you bring them something that is better. But there's the saying that uh, there's a hockey Uh, writer that i that i like called greg wachinski and he always talks about how when a big player in hockey is coming up for free agency they'll always take a little less money from their home from the team they're already with than taking more money to sign with somebody else because their stuff's already here like they don't want to have to move all their stuff like my stuff's here like i could take a little (laughs) less money and save myself the headache well with stuff like destiny like I've already invested all this time. My stuff's here already. Look at my vault. Look at all these guns that I have. <laughs> like, like, you know, <laughs> my stuff's here. Like, like what are you going to do to pull me away from this? Probably not
1: much. It's very difficult when you are a brand new IP uh, mm-hmm. trying to do this. And, you know, I was thinking, like, well, what can – what can these companies do to try and attract new people? Well, maybe build off an existing IP, right? Like world of Warcraft was the game, right? For MMOs. And the only other, I'm not in that space a lot, Mm -hmm. but the only other one that I know that is tremendously successful has a gigantic franchise attached to it called final fantasy. Um, so I'm like, well, maybe you should like do a Final Fantasy live service. But they've already done those. And <laughs> they've canceled. So, yes. <laughs> so I don't uh I don't know. I mean, they they had a gigantic franchise in the Marvel franchise and it failed. Um so I don't I don't know how you I don't know how you um what the what I'm saying is I hope they chase a new trend. I hope a new trend comes along, and and much like uh, the the plastic instrument trend, mm-hmm. uh, I hope this one kind of goes away for a while. Um, yeah, like the plastic instrument trend got so like so popular that they're like that somebody was like, "Well, let's sell them a real guitar and let them learn how to play a real guitar," and that was like the. The, I don't know if it was that or if it was the plastic skateboard that kind of jumped the shark for this whole yeah. plastic ex- thing.
0: Or just or if you're gonna be in the trend, like you have to bring something unique. And I mean, but but that works because like Knockout City was unique, and and Rumbleverse was unique, but they didn't they didn't have that kind of broad appeal. Like Rumbleverse apparently was too difficult to play for most people to just pick up and play, like because it had like fighting game controls that you'd learn basically. And I guess Knockout City, you know, dodgeball is only fun in short bursts. Like the reason that Apex was so successful is because they designed that game from the ground up. First of all, it's made by the people that did Titanfall, so like the gunplay and the and the first person shooter action was going to be good. And then secondly, they designed it from the ground up to be like this, like like a three team, like a team based concept with three players on each team, where you could like do revives and stuff like that. So. You got to come different. You got to. You, you can't just freaking you know expect to expect to do the same shit that somebody else is doing and, and reap the same benefit. So,
1: by the way, Steve, uh, you know who you are. Uh, th- that was hilarious. Uh, what you said, Brad and I, it was hysterical, <laughs> and it's something just for the three of us. Look, I'm sure many.
0: I'm sure many have seen it. In this I'm point sure many well. have
1: seen it. I'm sure yeah. many have seen it, but if you don't know what we're talking about, then, you know, you, you gotta be a better listener and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and interact with us, uh, and send us funny stuff. And then we'll shout you out on the show. Listen, <laughs> all, all, all,
0: all I can say to hint at it is uh commander. Uh, Michael Scott was, is a very funny, uh, uh, <laughs> of so. <laughs> uh, speaking of, People in leadership positions that commit borderline sexual harassment. Uh, Today, the SEC announced that finding Activision Blizzard uh, is a thing that they're doing. $35 million uh, following an investigation into the company, uh, which found that they failed to disclose instances of sexual harassment to their investors, which is a big no-no. As, you know, you got to let investors know that stuff so they can divest themselves of your company uh before this bad news you know comes out and and you have to be honest about it when your stock's going to go down um but the funny thing is is that the company agreed to pay the fine but has refused to admit or deny any wrongdoing so they're just paying 35 million dollars just because we love the government <laughs> and we're happy to give them money
1: <laughs> okay all right um Oh, God. What's that guy's name who used to work at Fox News? Who, who, oh, you know, uh, Bill was O'Reilly. With- yeah. Terrence's neighbor, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, <laughs> that's the, that's what happened to him, right? Like he, he refused to admit any type of wrongdoing, but I'm just going to give you this money and please be quiet about it. Um, <laughs> nah, yo, nah. What a boy. Microsoft picked up, picked up really like, bad time to try and try and buy this company or or is it the
0: best time because because look at the appeals they can make like look how poorly this company is managed and look what we can do to come in here and clean and clean the shit up which is why it's funny because normally like an acquisition like this would get probably a lot of rancor from the average gamer um, especially folks that listen to this podcast who probably skew more liberal anyway and are generally wary of, you know, big business and consolidation and things like that. But because Activision Blizzard is such a fucking trash fire in terms of how the company's and the people that are in charge there, it's just like, no, please, like, get these people out of here. Like, but like, let, let Microsoft come in, fucking send, send Bobby Kotick home with a fucking half a billion dollar golden parachute so we never have to fucking see him or hear from him again. And just get him out of here, so we can just focus on making good games again.
1: What if that dude just pops up somewhere else? What if he I'm just sure pops he will. Up like-
0: it's 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 do a shame the crypto bubble is bursting so hard because I I feel like that would be the next venture for him is to is to get into crypto in some way, <laughs> shape, or form. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's a grifter, and um, that's what uh, that's what grifters do. That and NFTs. I had a I I had a friend of mine. I thought he was a friend of mine. Um, yeah. I, you know, I take, I I, I take pictures of toys to, mm-hmm. to relax. Oh, and, um, Jesus Christ, I already know where this is going. And I took a picture of, of uh, I took a picture of one. And, you know, when I uploaded it, you know, it goes to Facebook and Instagram. And then the guy was like, NFTs, you should make this an NFT. I'm like, no, dude. Like, uh, no, no. Do you know what NFTs are? he obviously he doesn't listen to this show you know he knows i do a podcast and he knows i do multiple podcasts but doesn't listen to this show because he's not into video games that's fine um no dude no <laughs> nfts are bad man don't, it really bring don't. like like
0: uh, uh, one of the folks i know that has like a microband watch company and who's also like a personal like personal acquaintance like beta watch that he tied in like with an NFT thing. And it fucking breaks my heart, man. I'm like, this is, this is so shitty. Like,
1: don't be one of these guys. Please, man. Like, if you know someone, uh, this is a PSA. If you know someone who is, who is dabbling into NFTs, just, just say, no, let's take it back to when we were growing up and, and the, uh, the first lady's brilliant campaign to fight drugs uh in the in the community is to just say no when someone offers you drugs just say no that's it Uh, (laughs) don't circumstances be damned just say no i think it would actually work for nfts though
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's it is funny because like i said it's one area that i'm shocked at like the ultra right hasn't gotten in on except for like Trump's NFTs, which, you know, last in a minute and then cratered in value, which is hilarious to me. Um,
1: <laughs> and I'm,
0: I'm just surprised they never, they never found that rabbit hole, but yeah. Um, to say nothing of the point where, you know, companies don't generally pay $35 million fines, uh, for stuff that they didn't do. So yeah, re- you know, reading into that, what you will.
1: That's wild, man. That's wild. Uh, speaking of companies that, uh, are evil, um, go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon needs, uh, you don't pay anything extra and we get a, a, uh, a small percentage of, um, of, uh, uh we get a kickback. Um, I'm going to densepixels.com slash Amazon. And apparently there's something in my cart right now. Um, Paw Patrol toddler shoe low pop <laughs> denim casual with Marshall Chase and Sky and Everest. Um I don't see man, Sky ever- on that shit.
0: Wait, is, is is Everest like a main Paw Patrol character now? I have no idea. My man. son my I, son doesn't watch them as religiously. Everest used to be like a guest character that they'd bring on every once in a while. He's not he can't be one of the core six now, can he?
1: They got cats now, man. They got.
0: Well, they've always they, had cats. So, so like the evil, the evil, like um, not mayor guy, but like he wears like a top hat. He's like the bad guy in the show. He has cats because, of course, he has to have cats to to fight the dogs, which well, I which I find well, anti feline, which is which I is really <laughs> rude.
1: <laughs> I mean, cats are evil, man. Cats don't care about you. <laughs> uh, you could take solace in the fact that those cats do not care about evil top hat, man. Uh, He is just a means to an end. And if Ryder would show those cats some love, uh, those cats would turn on Evil Top Hat Man in a heartbeat. Um, (laughs) But yeah, if you, like my wife, want to get your uh, toddler some copaganda shoes, then go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh, The Grammys were
0: last night uh, as we're recording this. And the Grammys are truly... The annual event that reminds me of how old I actually am because I have not heard of maybe but 10% of the people that I see being talked about online in the wake (laughs) of the Grammys. Haven't heard of, like, obviously, like, I know Beyonce, I know who Lizzo is, of course, I know Adele. Outside of that, I don't
1: know (laughs) nobody. Don't know nobody. Apparently, Harry Styles won album of the year. Mm-hmm. I thought Harry Styles was an actor because the first time I saw him was in the was in the the stinger for at the end of a Marvel movie. Uh, I did not know that that guy was a singer, apparently, and uh, people hate his guts because <laughs> uh he had the nerve to win Album of the Year over Beyonce. And I don't know if this is just like regular psycho fan bashing. Mm-hmm. or or like he had a bad album that shouldn't have won. I don't know, I don't follow music like that. Um the only thing I watched in the Grammys was the the 15 minute black people segment. Uh <laughs> where it just turned into a black people it just turned into a black people concert for 15 minutes. It was great. Um I don't you I'm like you Brad, I don't know who Uh, And even in that, even in that like 15 minute black people segment about like hip hop, 50 years Mm -hmm. of hip hop, um, they went from the early days to now. There were two people that I just did not know who they were. Uh, I don't know who the guy is. He's probably, you know, some form of little invert and some other symbol uh, or syllable. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's (laughs) and then there was this woman. Whose name is Glorilla and I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Like I,
0: like I don't feel I don't feel sort of qualified to comment on that.
1: <laughs> so I don't know anything about the Grammys, but apparently it was last night. I didn't even know that, that what we we're about to talk about. Uh, was actually a thing. Nor did I. Uh, You might say, why the fuck are these guys
0: talking about the Grammys? Well, the reason, dear listener, is because for the first time ever, uh, the Grammys had an award for the best video game music, uh, which is going to be a regular category going forward. Um, It was won by Stephanie Economou, who is the composer for the uh, soundtrack for Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok, which is an expansion that came out for Assassin's Creed Valhalla last year. Some I don't know, for some reason I find it very funny that that she won for the score for an expansion, for DLC. Um but hey,
1: yeah. More uh, power to
0: her. Uh the other nominees uh were uh Christopher Tin, uh who scored Old World, uh Richard Jacques who scored uh Gardens of the Galaxy, Bear McCreary, uh who scored Call of Duty Vanguard and has been getting a lot of plaudits for his uh for his work in that. Uh, and this I find very funny. So Austin Wintry was the other nominee. Now, I don't find it funny that Austin Wintory got nominated because Austin Wintry's catalog is tremendous. Like you should look at all the games that he has scored. He's scored some certified bangers, uh, many games that you've played and probably enjoyed the music for. Uh, I just find it funny that he was nominated for Aliens Fireteam Elite, <laughs> of, of all things, that he's done. <laughs> The Grammys are like Fire Team Elite. That's where it's at. I don't even remember what aliens. So I think Aliens Fire Team Elite was the. I think that was the four person cooperative alien shooter that came out last year that like blipped on the radar and then just kind of faded away. Yeah, I think so. Um, little little shocked that uh, God of War not getting maybe, maybe it missed the cutoff. Maybe, I don't I don't know, know what the Grammys maybe, cutoff is.
1: Too late. Yeah, I, I think it came out too. I, it had to have come out too late for it to not even be nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting, man. Like, like video games have have been mainstream for a very long time, but mm-hmm. it's so wild to see, like, you know, these institutions that have never really given a shit about video games before, like award a video game. Like mm-hmm. this. This is this is awesome. Um, yeah. To 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 quote Barge Simpson, I just think it's neat. So. <laughs> yeah. Like it's cool, man. Like I I I appreciate it. I'm very curious. You know, movies are my thing. I'm very curious if like one day the Academy of uh, Motion Picture Arts and Sciences will start because video games are so cinematic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wonder if they'll do like a like a digital cinematography award or something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, not 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 uh, until Martin Scorsese's cold and buried God. in the ground. before You see that <laughs> happen. I'll tell right. you. Right. Some of these people can't even accept Netflix as a <laughs> that's, that's the movie. Like, yo, they're, you, they're, they're filming this. They're, it's the same stuff. It's just distributed differently. God, nothing, no, no, nothing's
0: movie. worse than old men in Hollywood gatekeeping for, <laughs> <laughs> for bullshit cinema. Right, so it's, it's, like, it's Easily uh, my least favorite uh, <laughs> personality type.
1: Yeah, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's. <laughs> Like, no, it's a, it's supposed to be on a theater in a theater on a screen with a projector on film. Like you shoot digitally, don't you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the
0: fuck? <laughs> Matt, I I just want to imagine like some dude in like the nineteen twenties like looking at movies from today and be like this this isn't truly cinema. Like that like you have like to be cinema. Like you have to have action over an orchestral score. And and cue cards to tell you what yeah. people are saying. We can't we can't have words and fucking motion at the same time.
1: The Get out of this, here. The fuck is all this talking shit. Right. Get out of here. It's too loud. <laughs> you can't hear the music.
0: Uh, we go to the unadvertised post office. We did not put out the call this week, but you guys still delivered. Uh, you can submit questions to us at any time during the week by going to densefixes.com slash fans and joining our Discord, just like Cam did. When he asks, or well, he states, uh, as we learned during the Women's Royal Rumble, Zelina Vega will serve as a commentator in Street Fighter VI. I have not played a Street Fighter game since the PS3 360 days. Have they had commentators in the games before, or is this some weird new thing? And are you selling or no selling this edition? Michael, like an idiot, answered the question in the post office thread. Not realizing that he was going to be able to actually come and elaborate on his I answer,
1: <laughs> I thought this was in the general. I'm sorry, I, was, I wasn't paying attention. I was not paying attention at all. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not, um, I'm not doing this. I know, um, I know the Ringer has that wrestling, uh, the mass Man show, and they do the sell or no sell, but I forget which one is which. Um. So I'm just going to say no, 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 no,
0: no, sell. no, no. no, sell. Yeah. Okay. I'm no um, selling, so I'll give it a shot. I think it's cool. Um, I think it's cool that uh, it it seems like a natural evo- no pun intended, a natural evolution uh, for fighting games. I'm actually kind of surprised it took until now for someone to kind of think about this. Um, I will certainly give it a chance. Um, it obviously like, like with any sports commentary in video games, it depends on how repetitive it is. Like it, like if it's super repetitive and you hear the same shit, like every fight, then that's going to get turned off real quick. Um, uh, but if it's cool, like, you know, like I'll, I'll listen to the fucking Tasty Steve, like fucking shoutcast at me during, during my games. Like, yeah, why not?
1: I'll do it. I'll do it once just to get the experience, maybe twice to see how, how much overlap there is. Mm-hmm. But if I'm playing and I'm 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 on my main, I don't want to hear the same stuff over and over again. Yeah, I find it to be distracting. And I'm not in a tournament setting. I'm not playing this to practice for a tournament. Like, and people who do practice for tournaments go to local tournaments. So I I don't uh, look. I get it, but it it's not hurting anything. So I I don't care if it's there. Mm-hmm. as long as i can turn it off and i can I'm turn sure you it off sure yeah can, so. oh you can you can turn it off yeah. and i'm i'm perfectly fine with it being there as long as there's an option to turn it off uh it's very cool though uh i'm i'm happy for uh uh Zelina vega um this must be like like a dream like 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 this be super cool right uh and then the first thing i saw because i'm stupid and i look at comments and uh and wrestling fandom is to- is as toxic as every other fandom the first thing i saw uh under the street fighter post uh for this news was it should have been Kenny omega <laughs> jesus <Christ. laughs> so he's, a, he's a he's a bigger street fighter fan <laughs> okay guys god damn y'all just suck the fun out of everything man <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Like it would be cool if Kenny Omega got it too, okay? Like, god damn! Um,
0: my my favorite interaction of, on on Twitter of all time in on wrestling Twitter was I can't remember I can't remember who was saying something about it, but someone said something. Uh, I, I I don't remember what it was because it's only the response that I remember. It's something about Kenny Omega, and a Kenny Omega fan like jumped in. And like defended Kenny Omega. This Saturday. I think because I think it was against another like wrestler or, or former wrestler or something like that that was saying something. And it wasn't that serious, but like this dude jumped in and fucking like gave gave this like passionate defense. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega himself responded to this and was and was basically telling the guy like, "No, it's cool. Like, it's not that big of a deal." And the dude responds to Kenny Omega saying, "Stand back, cleaner. I got
1: this." Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs>
0: holy shit
1: yeah (laughs) this
0: this this is why i'm heartbroken about being about twitter being ruined because twitter was is one of the greatest things civilization has ever given us for just for moments like that specifically so (laughs) and elon musk is ruining it all johnny asks should microsoft take the example of hi-fi rush and shadow drop its games as opposed to making people wait x amount of years after reveal trailer people could actually get excited to watch the rex knowing a new good game could drop that day um, I think more companies should take this approach, especially with smaller titles, um, because a- as I've heard many people echo in the wake of Hi-Fi Rush, some games just don't have a year's worth of things to hype up, like like to, to announce it and then release it a year later that you have to like drip, drip, drip this information. Like some games just don't have that amount of content that they can that they can drip feed that. So like an indie game. Yeah, every like most indie games probably should be announced a month or two before they come out and then, and then just come out or like I said, do what they do with high five rush. Now this does not, you cannot do this with triple A games because triple A games need to get pre-orders like, like, like they got, they got bills to pay. So they have to hype people and they have to get people excited. Plus you want people to know like when these big tent pole games are coming out, like you don't want to like, like all you need to do is look at this at the fucking Sega Saturn launch as an example of why you don't want to drop the big stuff out of nowhere on people like yeah. like you like you, you don't want to just be like, you know, don't announce release date for Starfield. And then all of a sudden oh Starfield's out no you don't want that. You want people to get excited for it and to plan around and all that shit. But yeah, there are definitely more opportunities for this. And I hope more companies do learn and see the example and say, oh, we don't have to like tease the shit out for, you know, for a year two years or more at a time.
1: It's so funny, like the smaller the game, the better this approach is, because mm-hmm. if you price it right. It's the perfect impulse buy. It's like, oh, shit, this actually looks really cool. Let me buy it, right? Um, and 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 actually,
0: Hi-Fi Rush is actually a little bit too expensive to be an impulse buy, but it, it got good word of mouth. And, like, well, actually, I take that back. It was an impulse buy for a lot of people because it's on Game Pass, too. So a lot of right. people got to try it for free, hyped it up, and then a lot of people like me who have Steam – or yeah well I, I mean i have an xbox but i don't have my gamepad description current so i'm like i could pay 15 dollars to play this game now or just pay 30 and own it forever eh, i'll just pay 30 and play it on my handheld like that's that there you go
1: yeah yeah so yeah i i hope that uh i hope that smaller that people who do smaller games uh who make smaller games i hope they do this more but um yeah we'll see and yeah i you put it perfectly like as much as we all complain about like uh, you know, Final Fantasy 16 coming out when it's ready. Like I don't like that shit. Like, mm-hmm. just just say coming soon. Don't come when it's ready. I will. Fine. I will say this:
0: there should there is no video game that should be formally announced and shown for the first time more than a year from its release. That that yeah. that that's what I will say. Like like no more than a year of hype. Um, and and only the grandest of games get that hype of one year. Like most games. Six months is fine. Yeah,
1: like if you have a marketing budget that you can like, like uh, 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 throw advertisement onto like mainstream shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. That's when you get the big lead up. But you know, uh, like a Dragon Eishin. You know, you shouldn't. You, there's no need to like announce a game of that caliber. You know years in advance. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a, that's a two month game
0: for me. That's a two month game for me.
1: Right. Right.
0: So uh, Daniel says, assuming you get a rate comparable to your Amazon rate, uh, I guess what we make (laughs) from people buying from Amazon, which of the following (laughs) would you sell out for? Uh, Activision, Blizzard, NFTs, uh, Kojima's third installment of Death Stranding, not even the second, but the, but the presumptive third installment of Death Stranding, uh, Uncharted 2, the movie,
1: or GameStop. Well, assuming the rate is comparable to Amazon, none of them are worth it. But let's pretend. that's not true. That- I would hype the
0: shit out of Activision Blizzard to make to make our to make our percentage <laughs> percentages cuz that's the one that has the best chance of return.
1: Yeah, probably. Um if we had a if we had a like a like a like a something a little more than 4 cents on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't do NFT. I can't. I, I can't. oh no. No, no, no. Um, GameStop's GameStop is going the way of the dodo. Not the way of the dodo, but like, what's another the way of the bald eagle? Like they're around, but like when you see one, it's like whoa, take a picture because we don't know how long. It's gonna be. <laughs> uh, Uncharted Two: The Movie. I don't understand. I, no, no, no. Um. Yeah, as much as I don't like it comes down to it comes down to the third installment of Death Stranding or Activision Blizzard. And you're right, Activision Blizzard would be the one that you could actually get people to um buy stuff from, especially yeah. now that, you know, if the if the if the sale goes through, then, you know, you're on easy street.
0: Yeah. And, and, and right now you would get some of the most cringeworthy segues uh, that you could possibly imagine for us going into ad reads. Like speaking of harassment, we're going to harass you to go buy games in the on, on the battle net right now. <laughs> and that would be horrible. <laughs> finally, Amir asks, uh, with the release of Hogwarts Legacy receiving positive reviews and more people finally starting to play and stream it, how do you feel about players of the game? There's been a lot of harassment towards streamers just for playing it. I don't know. I really don't understand the pearl clutching of this game over others. It's like people have forgotten about Tencent and Activision. Yeah, that wasn't in the docket this week. So Hardware's Legacy is coming out at midnight tonight as we're recording this. Uh, it's in the hands of reviewers um, and streamers. Uh, it's getting great scores. I think it's got like an 86 right now on Metacritic, uh, which is
1: very high. That's phenomenal for Metacritic.
0: Yeah. And by all accounts, like it's a bit it's a bit of a flawed like 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 it's it's kind of like a game that would have normally come out a couple of years ago, um, but it's still very fun. And it's, it's the best Harry Potter uh, related thing besides like the movies and books that have come out, apparently, according to reviewers. Now, of course, the giant elephant in the room around Hogwarts Legacy is the fact that the creator of Harry Potter, uh, J.K. Rowling, is a out and proud uh, <laughs> perf, transphobe. Um, and, and does not care who knows it apparently. Um, and it is a lot of people, including Carrie, uh, have sworn off, um, buying the game, playing the game, despite their Harry Potter fandom, because they don't want to contribute to any level of success, um, with JK Rowling because they have friends who are trans or LGBTQ that are hurt and harmed by her comments. um, so yeah, so so I understand why nobody like like if if, if like I'm not gonna buy Hogwarts Legacy. Not that I would have, but like I you know I like even if I like Harry Potter, I wouldn't for the same reasons. And I understand why people wouldn't. Um I feel like like I don't know. I feel like harassing people who do is a bit of a a bit of a step across the line.
1: Again, you're you're so far left that you're on the right when you do that. Yeah, like th- there's no need to there's no need what there's no need to do that. Um you doing that is not going to make them not play the game. Uh, and you know what? A lot of those streamers, they don't, well, they didn't pay for it, but I guess their whole, they're, they're streaming it. So they're kind of advertising it. So mm. look, I get it. If you are upset, if you, if you are playing the game, if you want to buy the game, you should be able to buy the game. And, and you should, and you shouldn't be, uh, Shamed for doing so. Like if you just really like Harry Potter, um, and are and are and able maybe, to look
0: and are able to look past the other thing Because like I said, that's
1: right. Like some we people, we talk some people, all the time. The no show, about, problem, yeah, separating art. From no problem separating art from artists. With me, it's it's uh, it's dependent, right? It's it depends on the artist and it depends on the art, right? I don't. I I enjoyed. Orson scart Card's Ender's Game a long time ago I'll never buy uh, an Orson Scott Card book again you know what mm-hmm. I mean um I still enjoy Michael Jackson's music to this day uh and I acknowledge the fact that he was a problem um but I'm not going to stop listening to it um so it just it nothing is ever you know on and off black and white in every situation. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy this game, I don't have a problem with you buying it. Um, just, I I hope that you, I hope that you are, you know, up on the right side. I hope you're on the right side of history mm-hmm. when it comes to things that like matter. But if you want to, yeah. If you want to buy this game, that's fine. If you're hara- if you don't want to buy this game, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, don't. There's no need to to try and shame people. Look, shaming people into your way of thinking is not. Mm-mm, that's not cool, man. That's what yeah. like that's what like Nazis and shit do. You know what I mean? Like, well,
0: and and alternatively, like if there's if there's a streamer that you follow who's playing it and you don't agree with that like I don't know maybe send them a you know tweet at them and be like hey like I normally watch all your stuff just so you know not watching you know I'm not watching Hogwarts Legacy because of x y and z and and like if you do that like that's not being shitty like that's just being like hey like if this is if you want to stream you know feature this content on your channel like I'm not going to watch your channel and if enough people go out there and be like and enough of their regular viewers like hit them up and be like hey just so you know I'm not you know I'm not going to you know, help you gain, you know, views and stuff like that. If you're streaming this, then that could change, you know, their behavior of a stream that you like is not doing it. But like for people whose income especially is dependent on like clicks and views and stuff like that, not saying it's right or wrong. that They ignore this stuff, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a fact of life that if this, if a popular game comes out and they're going to try to ride that wave of, you know, of zeitgeist, that's gonna happen, and like, like being like outlet, like major outlets. Oh, you shouldn't cover this. I'm sorry. Like, if you're IGN, like if this game it does hit, like it's gonna sell like eight to ten million copies, maybe you would be negligent in your duty to to, to, to not review it. You know what
1: I mean? Right. Like, it's, this isn't. Plus, I don't know how. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's it's complicated. It's it is complicated. super like, complicated. Like, like most things that all worth a damn this is complicated and um you know if we want to I, I don't want to go the pedantic route right mm-hmm. but like look at all these people driving teslas right elon musk ain't the best dude in the world right we talk about wrestling every other week on this podcast and look at all of the Look at uh, look at the shit show that is wrestling, and I'm not just talking about like WWE and Vince McMahon and and shit like that. Like, like all of wrestling doesn't have a union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, nah, yo, we're pro well, union, yo. But, well, like, my still watch wrestling. Like, it's, my, it's, my
0: whole point my whole point about this is too like, just be car- like it, taking such a hard stance never works out in the end because eventually. Something that you two like or something that you two care about will be afflicted by creators who are shit human beings and are not shy about it. And then you will have to face the moral dilemma. Like I I, I get the sense that a non negligent portion or non-negligible portion of the people that are pounding the drum, you're like, I will never play this game, probably weren't going to anyway. In in in, in right. most cases. And so like again that but that's also why I'm not like throwing my sword in the ground being like I will I will stand on my high horse because I know that like fucking when Diablo 4 comes out in June like I'm going to be there on day one despite how fucking much of a dumpster fire Activision Blizzard is right now because I fucking love Diablo and I can separate the shitty behavior of you know people in leadership positions in that company in that company's culture to play Diablo (laughs) because I really fucking like Diablo. So I get it. If you don't want to play Hogwarts legacy. Um, I also get it. If you are someone who can set the dislike for JK Rowling aside and, and set the, the vehemence you have for, here's the thing at the end of the day, JK Rowling has got her money from this game. Like, like it's not like she, it's not like she, you know, makes money based on how successful the game is or how many hours is played or anything like that. Like, that licensing deal is done and dusted. She's already made that fat stack of cash. Right. It, and, and I saw somebody say earlier as well on another podcast I listened to. The thing that seems to hurt J.K. Rowling the most is when people call her out in public for her shitty nonsense. So just fucking like, it, like if you're going to play Hogwarts. Here, here's here's my, my challenge for you. If you do want to play Hogwarts Legacy, what I am going to require you to do is to go on Twitter or some other social media platform and just say vehement bullshit to J.K. Rowling. Like, like, like tweet her and like add her and call her like a turf bitch and she sucks and like, you know, like she's fucking horrible and whatever you want to say. Be more clever than that. Obviously, that's your penance. Like, like, if like if you want to, if you if you want to play Howard's Legacy, you have to tweet every day you play Howard's Legacy. You have to tweet at J.K. Rowling with some with some repugnant nonsense until she blocks you.
1: Yeah, there you go. You get to be a dick on the right side of history. <laughs> Punch <laughs> up punch up don't that's punch right me. always punch up
0: <laughs> nothing wrong nothing <laughs> wrong with punching up
1: so nah, man so
0: there you go but yeah but but again don't don't harass people to make you know that that make that decision um you know but i but again i'm not going to either i wasn't i mean i might have actually bought that game because my wife likes harry potter a lot so maybe she would have been interested to play it but you know and but she yeah. did not say anything about it so i'm assuming not
1: Here's the reach of that game, right? Here's the reach of that game. Jay, unprompted, Mm -hmm. texted me and said, that Harry Potter game looks kind of (laughs) good. I said, hey, man, it it looks like it's getting, it looks like it's about to get some really good reviews. Uh, I don't know anybody that's playing it because, like, I don't follow Harry Potter like that. He used to be a big Harry Potter person. said, I don't follow Harry Potter like that. I don't know anybody that's getting it, you know, because of obvious reasons. But and then we and then we had this conversation mm-hmm. because like this is you know I I don't know get your video games out get get, get politics out of video games right <laughs> it's, just, it's, just it's unavoidable
0: you. it's unavoidable
1: can't avoid it. <laughs>
0: So uh, thank you guys for submitting your questions to the post office. Uh, again, you can do that by going to densepixels.com slash fans. Uh, joining our Discord, make sure you subscribe to all the TNP Studio shows wherever you download fine podcasts. You can also go to youtube.com slash densepixels to subscribe on the show there as well. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash densepixels. Follow our individual accounts. Uh, I am Pixels, Brad. Terrence is at 410. Carrie, sup, it's Carrie, where I can assure you there will be no playing of Hogwarts Legacy. So. There you go. So that is that is it for us this week. Uh thank you guys very much for watching and listening. Uh next week the 10th anniversary Dense Pixels podcast spectacular uh which is going to be exactly like a normal episode of the show. So <laughs> as a, as as is tradition for every milestone that we achieve. So <laughs> Jesus, 10 years. Yes sir. I can, I can I can I can I can still I can still remember the dinner at Red Brick Station where we uh, <laughs> where we hashed, hashed all of this shit out many moons ago.
1: Oh, man. We will have to do something special like release it on time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys very much for watching and listening. We'll see you all the next time. See ya.